Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's workout is really going to be a game of how you start, okay? So what we're going to do is 36 minutes in total, but we're going to break this down into three-minute chunks. We're going to start off at 18 strokes a minute, then we're going to go up to 22, then 26 strokes a minute. And that starting pace for your 18 strokes a minute is going to be all key here, okay? Now, if you're a beginner rower, then basically that 18 strokes a minute, I want you to just do it 5 out of 10 effort level, okay? So just perceived effort level, 5 out of 10, breathing a little bit harder, heart rate up, but you can still hold the conversation, all is good, okay? Now, everyone else, start that 18 strokes a minute if you have a 2K training pace at 2K plus 20, okay? And then if you want an easier workout, when you go up to the 22 strokes a minute, just go four seconds faster. And when you go up to the 26 strokes a minute, go four seconds faster again. If you want to make it a slightly tougher workout, go up in five second jumps. And if you want to make it a much harder workout, go up in six second jumps. Okay, you'll find that you're really pushing that 26 strokes a minute by the time you get there. Now, of course, as always with these kind of multi-paced workouts, you can always just try at the bottom uh, version right now and then come back and do it at the middle and the top one at a later date. That's what makes these so fantastic. It's not just the guy rowing along with you. <laughs> anyway, let's get into a four minute warm up, get ourselves all sorted and ready for today's workout. Now we always start off by setting up our machine and we go to the drag factor first on concept two. That's a lever on the side. Your rowing machine may differ, but set it at a point where you're comfortable. You really want a good amount of weight to the stroke, but not so much that you feel like you're rowing a cruise ship down a river, all right? Next up, if you can, set your monitor at eye height so you're not having to look up or down. And finally, if you can get your foot stretchers or foot straps set so that they cover the kind of bottom lace in your shoe, or at the very least, they let you get to the front and your shin's in a nice vertical position, then that's how you want it, okay? Right, so four minute warm up. I'm gonna do this at 18 strokes a minute. And then we're just gonna start off with basically the force that it would be like if you're doing a body weight squat, okay? So in three, two, one, let's go. So really all you're doing is connecting your legs to the machine and trying to work on the timing of your arms connecting with the weight of the machine at the same time. So you push with your legs as your hands connect the handle to the machine you don't want a delay you don't want your backside to go scooting and then your body and you also don't want your body to be pulling first and then forgetting about your legs once you've got that sequencing worked out and you're comfortable and your body's like yep we can roll today then take the intensity up a little bit if you have a 2K training pace, then I want you to aim for around about 2K plus 20. Everyone else, just aim for that five out of 10 effort again. What do I mean by 2K training pace? Ah, well, interesting question. One I answer quite often. Basically, you row a 2000 meter time trial your resulting time divide by four and that gives you the average time to cover 500 meters for that 2k time trial doesn't matter if you went faster or slower than the average it's the average that matters and then when I say 2k plus 20 
you just go 20 seconds slower than your average time for your best 2k time trial to date and that's it right two more strokes one more i'm going to put one foot on the floor then we're going to carry on rolling so one foot on the floor and then the one that's still strapped in really just do give it a chance to think about a good solid push from the front use the fact you've got one leg on the ground to help with your body angles getting that forward lean at the front right let's swap legs and also because you've only got one leg in it should help with that compression at the front too because you're not being bound up by having two legs strapped into the machine one leg good two legs better <laughs> or worse than that example I'm trying to quote um, animal farm there but it didn't quite work did it one more both feet in legs straight roll with your back and arms slight bend to the knees is okay but I just don't want you to generate any power by pressing from the legs this is all about practicing the timing of swinging with your back followed by pulling in with your arms and then pushing out your arms and swinging back over your back it's really important you learn how to do this one more and let's roll to the front with straight arms and just push out hold your forward lean hold your arms nice and straight and just press out with your legs you don't have to worry too much about how much power you press out with this is just about timing making sure you have the timing right of your legs and arms connecting last stroke so we started off with the same idea we're trying to work on the timing of your leg press and your arms connecting at the same time it's how we started it's how we finished anyway keep moving up and down the rail have a quick drink and i'll quickly explain one more time what it is we're doing today okay then so today's row is a 36 minute non-stop row but it's going to get broken down into three minute chunks we're going to do the first at 18 strokes a minute then we're going to go up to 22 and then 26 and then we're going to repeat that over and over again until we are done now that 18 strokes a minute well if you're a beginner rower with no idea of 2k pacing yet then just do it run about 5 out of 10 effort and as you got to the 22 strokes a minute just let your pace naturally increase and again for the 26 you should find that your pace naturally increases up again then for other people who have a 2k training pace well i want everybody to start the 18 strokes a minute at 2k plus 20 pace but if you want to sit on the bottom end of the pacing guide then what i want you to do is just increase four seconds for the 22 and then four seconds again for the 26 strokes a minute if you want to make it slightly tougher then make that increase five seconds and if you want to make it really tougher then make that increase six seconds okay and that should give you the entire range gamut range whatever you want to call it for this workout all right now what i'd say now though is pick your pace okay don't mix and match through this don't go oh, i'm feeling this, this is a bit tough now um and kind of back off if you pick the tough one or if you were on the bottom one don't kind of think you know what i want this a bit more spicier and then go faster stick to your plan that you've chosen today 
and then if you want to come back another day and do the alternate pace guide okay if you mix and match through here you've ended up with a gray area workout that is neither going to give you the fitness boosting benefits of the bottom end or the kind of tough high-end sloggy kind of really high uh, heart rate benefits of the top one because you're in the middle and it's just mush it's blamange it's meh okay right Let's get into this then. So I've just set my monitor to 36 minutes with uh, put into three minute splits. So rather than it being all discrete intervals with zero rest is done this way. So you'll see it just flows on screen. Okay, right. Don't think you really needed to know that, but hey, thought I'd give you that tip. But so we're starting off at 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 pace or five out of 10 effort level in three, two, one. Let's go. So 18s are that slightly awkward rate where it can be a little bit tougher to try and get the rhythm right. But if you just follow me for stroke rate, we'll get there together. Remember, at 18, it really is that good drive with the legs to get your power. And then a good long recovery to set yourself up for the next stroke. That's the genius of 18s, is that you have to put in the power to hit the pace that you want. And then that longer recovery time is what lets you set up your stroke from a technique point of view. And you know what? Since I said the T word, let's start this row off by going through the main things of technique and then I'll, hopefully everyone can just get left alone to row and I can just start talking about something else because, you know, once I've said technique once you don't really need me to talk to you about it for the full 36 minutes do you so where are you? I'm gonna have to keep right time wise aren't I so stages of the stroke the catch is here right before you drive the drive is here as you drive do you understand so get to the front of the machine that position right before you push off is known as the catch and then whoosh as you push with the legs and drive all that power into the machine that is your drive then you get the finish which is when the handle comes in to a finish then the release which is when you send the handle back away from your body and rock over your hips and then the recovery is when you slide back to the front of the machine into the catch all right two more strokes one more and let's jump up to 22 strokes a minute. Now, 
like I suggested to the beginner rower folks you should naturally find that by jumping up to 22 your pace will increase by around about 4 seconds so beginner rowers and the bottom intensity people should find that just by raising your stroke rate you're now going four seconds faster the middle intensity and the top intensity people you will find that you're needing to give more of a push from your legs through the drive in order to add in that extra amount of power it's only one second more for the medium people two seconds more for the top people but you'll find still enough of a shove and that's the key is that it's about that push from the legs that's where the power comes from the majority of the power in your rowing stroke is generated here by the legs effectively pushing the machine away from you while you hang off the handle so the front of the machine at the drive it's not about pulling from the front you don't actually pull on the rowing stroke until the back here so if you notice either looking in a mirror or just looking down that you're bending your elbows really early and pulling the handle try and think about keeping your arms straight as you push the machine away with your legs okay three strokes and then let's go up to 26 come on so again you should find that the stroke rate increase has naturally made you go faster at these low rates it can really feel like it's one second per stroke rate increase so 18 to 22 4 seconds 22 to 26 4 seconds as you start to actually think about adding in almost like a logarithmic scale of pace increase in order to be training faster 
in reality your pace kind of goes a little bit faster as your stroke rate goes up but from a natural just increasing the pace without putting in a whole whack more effort you should find naturally run about one second per stroke increase it's important that you do get used to learning how stroke rate is linked to pace it's definitely easier to look at the differences when rowing on a 2k training pace that's attached to your 2k plan because they do increase like 18 strokes a minute is 2k plus 20 32 strokes a minute is 2k pace so 20 second jump but for a 5k row it's not quite it's not quite that simple you end up doing like 28 strokes a minute at 2k plus 5 pace alright we're almost there two more one more back down to 18s there we go so that was our first set now even though I called that the bottom end of the intensity scale you'll have realised as we went through those nine minutes that bottom end doesn't mean that you're doing bottom tier intensity the whole way because as you increase to the 22s and 26s the effort level certainly creeps up to about 7 out of 10 even if you're on the bottom intensity and 7 out of 10 effort is kind of where I peg a usual mid-tier row so those of you who picked the medium intensity are probably feeling like you got spat out the end of the 26 at probably an 8 or 9 intensity and those of you who went for the max intensity should have felt like you got kicked out of 26 at 9 or 10 out of 10 but the good news is that you've now got these 18s to recover 
and everybody should be back at their starting pace of 2k plus 20 or whatever it was that you pegged as 5 out of 10 effort level if you're a beginner the difference here being if you are a beginner and you're absolutely beaten up by that 9 minute rise then ease off a bit if you want to if you want to keep it easy okay those three minutes are almost done two more strokes one more and we're back up to 22 already so again just let that stroke rate increase let your pace drift up faster because the truth is not only are you taking four strokes a minute more than if you were to be rowing at 18s but there is an element that in order to get the stroke rate up you've had to put in just a little bit more force from your legs and your recovery time has come down in terms of this recovery so remember I said the 18s you have quite a long time to slide forwards at 22s you shaved a lot of that time off so anyway to get that power you push the machine away with your legs with straight arms and you keep a forward lean as you do that too so lean into the front of the machine push with the legs arms straight hold that forward lean until your legs are about halfway done and only then do you swing over your back and finally pull in your arms to a finish and that finish is really important pull that handle in when you initiate here nice powerful pull squeeze your shoulder blades together handle finishes run about sternum height elbows come through and that should let you engage your lats to finish the stroke instead of finishing high with your elbows out which tends to use your forearms and your shoulders okay almost there three strokes one more here we go 26's 
another boost of either four, five, or six seconds. And if you're finding that 26 is actually quite a high stroke rate, and you're not able to keep up, then there's a good chance it's to do with the recovery of your handle. So as you finish with the handle into your sternum, instantly send it away at the same rhythm so that it gets over your knees before you bend your knees. And that handle away should initiate your forward rock so that you're lean and hands away are the momentum that you need in order to recover quicker to keep a higher stroke rate. Remember, it's not about tugging yourself forwards with the straps. You want to keep a good posture up in your sit bones, front and back. And if you pull yourself forwards by wrenching your feet against the straps, all that happens is your tailbone tucks underneath you your body your upper body rounds into a c-shape and your posture is ruined which won't help your stroke rate won't help your power and if you end up driving out the front with your tailbone tucked under you and your upper back in a real curled up c-shape you can end up with lower back pain and that is the genesis of most lower back pain on the rowing machine two one down to 18s as we hit 18. There we go. That one felt quicker and easier than the first one. Or at least it did for me. So I hope it did for you too. It's always a chance that I'd cooled down between the warm-up and the main session too much by the time I reset the camera and program in the session but hopefully because you'll only have had about a minute and a half's break that would have been enough to keep you nice and warm and not cool down 
before starting this session. It really is an interesting one, this one. All of the recent run of workouts I've done that have been gonna choose your own adventure. Remember those books? Where you sit down, pick your intensity. Hopefully you read the description first. So you knew already what intensity you'd be working at, but who knows? And then you do the session at that intensity. And then you can come back another day and do it at one of the other intensities. So ideally, well not ideally, but essentially, you could do this three times in a week. Start with the middle intensity, then drop to the bottom the next day, and then do the top the day after that. Maybe follow that with the bottom, and then go back to the mid. That's your whole week's training sorted with just this one roll along session. Four strokes to go. Two to go. One more. Let's go up to 22s. I'll try and hold them a bit better this time. I think last time I was too busy demonstrating poor technique that I slipped the stroke rate. Remember, you're meant to be going four seconds faster here than you were at the 18s. Of course, if you want to make this a really easy row, you could just do two or three second increases. But by that stage, you can start to overspin your stroke rate. It's like I say, naturally, you should be increasing around about four seconds with each of these rate increases. So if you choke your stroke to only two second increases, you might do weird things to your technique. And there is good reason why I tend to top load all of my rows with technique chat. And that's because it's just so vital when it comes to controlling 
you're rowing if you have a good technique then you shouldn't find that your pace is all over the place maybe one two seconds drift but if you've got the sequencing right then you shouldn't be all over the place all right coming into the next set 26s two strokes to go here we go then 26 oh hang on <laughs> I got my maths wrong in the last one no wonder I was feeling it tough I was trying to hit plus 8 oh, idiot oh well so much for don't mix up the paces can't even listen to myself so the reason that I was saying about how good a session this is is because if you're doing this in between training plans hopefully this will give the structure you need to keep on returning to training because the biggest benefit of a training plan to be honest is not just the actual training effect of the long low rate rows and the short fast stuff but it's the structure it's knowing that you don't have to decide what you're doing from one day to the next the plan is there so all you have to do is trust in the person that's given you that plan and do the sessions as described that's what you'll find nearly all plans follow the same format of intensity variation it's just the sessions themselves and the pacing description that changes one more back to our last 18s and 
removing that element of choice and putting your training fate in the hands of someone like me because it takes away the unknown it is so much easier to be motivated compared to if you just wandered in to the gym or your garage wherever and thought what am I going to do today it's really easy to then go ah you know what I'm going to take it easy maybe skip a day but plan accountability really important it helps with other areas of life too I mean I tend to eat pretty much the same three things for lunch every day noodles with miso soup chicken breast and wakami seaweed stuff or scrambled eggs on a toasted muffin or tuna mayo on a toasted bagel and even then that element of choice can leave me going oh I remember the year I broke the 1k record every day for lunch to make sure I made weight all I had was spinach and chicken breast no dressing no nothing and it helped me make weight I had the energy but I also had the mental space because gonna have to decide what to have for lunch every day all right let's get up to 22s six minutes to go and I'll try and hold my pace better this time that's better in fact I remember when I was trying to slim down from almost 17 stone I know one of the ways I did it was for lunch every day I just had a can of soup so at the weekend I'd buy five cans of soup and then just work my way through them during the week at work weekends I'd have something different for lunch 
otherwise I think I would have gone mad but it really did help and again had I left it to every day I'd have ended up making a sandwich or ordering out and completely blowing the calorie deficit that I was trying to manage so between soup for lunch cutting out cheese and stopping drinking Caffrey's and Guinness it only took about a year to get down to 14 stone and then as I started to increase training actual numbers plateaued because I was putting muscle on because of all the resistance training that I was then able to do so anyway 11 and a half now that's what counts all right two one last 26 is here we go feel your pace naturally increase you should hear the flywheel or water wheel whatever you have on your machine has increased in volume or pitch as you lay more power in now as we hit two minutes if you want to really sprint home hold the same stroke rate but really level the machine with your power then go for it now I'm going to stick to 2k plus 12 because I want to keep this as a nice bottom level intensity for this row but like I say it's definitely not a bottom tier row at this stage it's certainly mid tier and again remember I'm talking the whole way through so you're just listening so I have to figure if you stuck to plus four plus four you should be round about my level of 
mid-tier intensity but if you picked the middle intensity to start you're likely up in the top now and if you're max you should be really happy that there's only 20 seconds to go almost there 10 seconds two strokes one more good job well done that was a tough sausage even down at the bottom end of the pace guide so I think there's no such thing as bottom tier on that one unless you started at maybe 2k plus 20 and then went plus 18 plus 14 or even yeah like I say you don't want to overspin your stroke rate so hopefully that's just a good one to come to I'm kind of getting caught up in trying to make these okay for everyone rows <clears throat> never and then it's best just to do one that says you know what I'm not Switzerland I'm not on everyone's side today's just going to be either a hard or a max workout right let's get into a two minute cool down pretty much a reverse of the warm-up just 18 strokes a minute and at a gentle pace okay three two one go so maybe run about 2k plus 30 from a pacing point of view maybe three or four out of ten if you're that way inclined all that talk of plans makes me think I'll maybe do these standalone rows for a couple more weeks and then I might hop into like a 10k plan maybe let me know if that's good for you then maybe off the back of that do a half marathon plan let's see I keep on teasing that half marathon plan but to be honest it's a time thing if I could just find some rich oligarch type to bankroll me entirely for these roll-alongs so I could give up work I'd be at your beck and call maybe one day they'll find my hidden patron account and I'll end up with some slush money <laughs> never gonna happen it's okay I think I've always said if I was making these videos for a living I wonder how they'd change would I turn into Shane or Austin or would I still be doofus me still it'd be something I'd quite like to try out <laughs> so anyway in the meantime do take a look around my channel where there are well over 200 different workouts for free to choose from some of them is a plan 
some of them standalone, all of them without music and with my particular charming chat. <laughs> You'll notice the older ones in the CrossFit gym I used to fi fi uh, film them in. Maybe that's the word I was looking for. They're a slightly different format. I don't think I'm quite as talky. I think I was trying to be professional then. That wore thin the moment I started making these in my own studio. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see them. There's loads of them. Go check them out. They're all for free. Like I said, there's only... There's one other that has music right now. I'm toying with the idea of sticking music on this one because somebody did ask about it. Just think, what happens? Just do an alternate again with and without music. Just to see. It's always worth giving people what they ask for. Doesn't take me that long. The toughest part, to be honest, is clearing the copyright, even for the fact it's library music. But you don't care about that, do you? Hopefully your stops are cool down. Maybe have a wee stretch and whatever. Uh, make sure and hydrate. Have something to drink. That's obviously what hydrate means. We all know that. Uh, have something uh, good to eat. Don't just go for pizza and chips, as inviting as that may be. What day is today? Thursday. What am I having tonight? Someone asked. Uh, oh, chilli. I think it's chilli tonight. Um, yeah, nice chilli con carne with jalapeno peppers on top, some grated mozzarella and some basmati rice. Might even have some tortilla chips with it. There you go. I've not talked about my dinner plans for a while, so I thought I'd kind of drop it in there and just give you a little bit. Although tomorrow... Actually, no, I'm away tomorrow night. <laughs> anyway, right, yeah, so tomorrow's Friday for me, and it'll be one of those rare occasions where I am not home, so I will not be having spaghetti bolognese. Don't know what I'll be having tomorrow night. Maybe I'll take a, I'd make a little YouTube short and tell you what I'm having tomorrow night when it comes to it. Anyway, my watch is beeping at me. My move ring is closed. It's saying, for crying out loud, John, wrap up. People have got places to go to. So the hashtag for today, uh, I'm trying to think what I talked about. Um, oh, uh, what was it? When I was talking about a reason for the plan for, for not making it up as you go along. Was there a word for that? There wasn't really, was there? Uh, plans work? No, because then this makes it sound like I'm just wanting you to do a plan all the time. Oligarch? Should we go for that? If you can work out to spell oligarch? That way, I've already put a call out to Tom Cruise. He's not helped. So let's try giving a call out to the Russian oligarchs to try and bankroll me. So yeah, hashtag oligarch. I don't even know how to spell that. So yeah, thanks so much for being here and putting up with me for yet another roll along. I will see you in the next one. Y'all stay safe. Y'all stay safe. Have I suddenly come from Texas or something? You all stay safe, please. Be well. Bye-bye.